What's up everyone? It's another week of Fabs's High Review. Welcome back. When I say it's another week, it's actually been two weeks since we spoke. I was in France. I mentioned my vacation a couple podcasts back and a back. A couple podcasts back. And uh, that's where I was. And it was really great. I had honestly the best week ever. Um, love France. Love the croissants. If you're going to France anytime soon, there are no croissants left in France. I ate them all. So maybe give it like a week or two for the bakers to make some more. And then book your tickets. I stupidly forgot to pack ear phones for the flight and it's 10 hour flight and so I spent all of it playing the only game on the plane worth playing which was solitaire hello 1994 I haven't played solitaire since I was about I don't know 12 14 years old my parents were obsessed with solitaire and you know what I've forgotten how good solitaire is I've now got it on the iPad and I play a good I don't know if I'm honest, 15 games a day. I know I've only been back for a few days, but still, that's a lot of games of solitaire when you haven't played it since the mid-90s. This is actually the second time I've recorded this podcast. The first time I did it was the day after I got back and I had eaten an edible. And normally you can dose very well because these edibles and all of the marijuana products in Colorado are so fiercely regulated and legislated that... It's not like when you're eating your best mate's brownie, which he baked, and one half of the brownie has got, I don't know how much THC in it, and the other half is just regular brownie. Here, when you purchase an edible and cut it in half or whatever you're doing, you know what you're getting. But when I did the recording of this podcast initially, I must have got a bogus gummy because I was extremely high and I got about three minutes into the recording of this and I legitimately couldn't even remember beginning the recording. So I pressed stop. I was like, let me try this again in a couple of days. This gummy has knocked me on my ass. So here we are back again. Even though this is the first time you're listening to it, it's a second go around for me. I read this article when I was in Paris and it was about a scientist or it was written by a scientist and he was basically debunking all theories behind mythological creatures. Now, I don't know about you or even how much time you've given to mythological creatures, but I'm not mad on the fact that he's just come along and said none of them exist. First one he went after was mermaids. So the whole story behind uh, mermaids are obviously that they're half man, half fish, or half beautiful girl, half fish. Um, actually, that's a point. You never really get... Oh, no, there are mermen. I was going to say you never get mermen, but you do get mermen. Because wasn't the little mermaid Ariel's dad? He was a quite a strapping merman. Anyway, so mermaids are half person, half fish. Um, Christopher Columbus... By the way, I found this out when I read the article. He claims to have seen them. Apparently, they spotted three mermaids swimming in the ocean by their boat. Um, but they said that they were not as beautiful as they'd expected, for the faces had some masculine traits. Maybe they saw a merman. Maybe it wasn't a mermaid. 
Maybe they didn't know that mermen existed at that point. Anyway, the scientist has come in and said, actually, people weren't seeing mermaids. They were um, seeing manatees. A sea cow. That they weren't seeing... <laughs> they weren't seeing mermaids and mermen. They were seeing sea cows. Those big walrusy type cool animals that you see often in the Florida Keys. I mean, that would explain why it looked a little manly, perhaps, because manatees, bless them, they're so sweet and docile, but they're not the most attractive. I don't know, maybe if you're a sailor who hasn't seen a hot woman in a while because you've been on your boat crossing the ocean blue. Um, I don't know, maybe you could believe that a mermaid, a manatee was a mermaid. So yeah, this is what the scientist said about mermaids. Although actually, no scientific facts behind this. He's just saying that he thinks they saw manatees. So the scientist hasn't actually proven any science yet. But anyway, he then goes after sea serpents. So you know in the old maps where you'd see serpents like arcing out of the water and they'd always have like three loops in their back. So he's saying, has anyone ever seen a snake move like that? Well, I have. I mean, not arcing out of the water. I guess they don't do it vertically. They do it horizontally. But I have seen that happen. That little wiggle in their body when they move through the grass. But he's saying that those arcs that you're seeing is a pod of sea lions or seals or dolphins or like porpoises. Isn't a porpoise a dolphin? I think that's the same thing. Actually, isn't a porpoise a bloody manatee? My husband's not here, so I can't ask him. And Alexa's turned off. By the way, I turned Alexa off because an article came out after my podcast confirming that Amazon employees do listen to people's Alexas. So at that point, our Alexa got unplugged and chucked in a box. So no more Alexa. Although I might bring her out for a second interview at some point. So yeah, the scientist was basically saying that they were inspired by schools of fish jumping out of the water. Um, he's saying that poor visibility and a strong imagination is what could have created the whole myth behind sea serpents. He talks about cyclopses also. He's saying that when archaeologists, 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 look at skulls and assume they're cyclopses, they're actually looking at a damaged navel cavity of like an elephant. So he says it's not a one-eyed monster, it's just a broken nose. The final creature he talks about is mummies. He says that mummies aren't real. Actually, that's not true. He says mummies are real because obviously that did happen back in ancient Egypt when you died and I think you were royal. You would get wrapped up in all of the cloth and then put in a tomb and then you were a mummy. You were mummified. But he's saying the mummy's curse is not real. He says that the whole mummy's curse came around when King Tut was moved and that a bunch of his followers who had touched his tomb and moved his tomb died of very strange diseases soon after. He's saying that it wasn't a curse from the mummy. He's saying that it's that they were exposed to like bacteria and bat droppings and fungus. 
which I guess that does make sense. Of the four that this scientist has talked about, mermaids, sea serpents, cyclopses, and mummies, the only real mythological creature that he's accurately debunked as a result of science is the mummies one. And I don't know if he's really 100% debunked it because of scientific fact, but it seems more scientific than his answer for mermaids and it being an unattractive sea cow. I also just think, you know, let us believe in this stuff. I want to believe that a sea serpent is real. I mean, if we say that sea serpents aren't real, that means the Loch Ness Monster isn't real. And I definitely believe in the Loch Ness Monster. There have been tons of sightings about him. So it's just fun to believe in stuff like that. I guess the one thing that I've never really given much thought to is a cyclops. I don't really understand what they are. I think they're just like large trolls with bats and one eye. Uh, like a, a club, not like a pet bat. <laughs> so it was a really interesting article. It got me through my 10 hours when I was trying to stare away from the tiny TV screen in which I was playing solitaire on repeat. But I don't know if I fully agree with his theories. Um, I'm sure there are other mythological creatures around which I haven't touched on. I don't know. These are the ones he mentioned. And I guess otherwise we're missing out, what, the Easter Bunny, Father Christmas, or Santa Claus. I didn't say anything when they came for the Easter Bunny. And I didn't say anything when they came for Santa Claus. But do not take the Loch Ness Monster away from me. All right, have a good evening or a good day, whatever time you're listening to this. Have a great fucking week. Thanks for listening. Like what you hear? Check back in each week to hear another episode of Fabs' High Review Podcast.